All right, we are back. Standing by to join us in this next segment is Suzanne Gordon. We're going to talk about her book, Wounds of War, How the VA Delivers Health, Healing, and Hope to the Nation's Veterans. Hi there. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Great. Tell me about how this book came about. Well, I've been writing about health care for um, about over 30 years, and I wanted to see how health care could be delivered in a fully integrated system as opposed to the fragmented, uh, broken American healthcare system. And I, the only way to really look at integrated care in a national health system is to look at the Veterans Health Administration because we don't have, it's the largest and only uh, publicly funded, fully integrated healthcare system in our country. Now, you talk about how uh, we have a lot of veterans returning home with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, chronic pain. Uh, tell me your thoughts on that. Well, um, veterans have very specific health problems, and it's not just veterans returning home from combat. The military is a series of very dangerous occupations, so you can have chronic pain without ever having been in combat because carrying 70 to 100-pound packs on your back isn't great for your muscles and your bones. Uh, you can have toxic exposures just by being on a base. Uh, you can have even mild traumatic brain injury from some of the explosive and concussive force of the explosives used in basic training. And then, of course, if you're in one of the military conflicts like the Vietnam conflict, you might have Agent Orange-related illnesses, PTSD. In Iraq and Afghanistan, you could have amputations, burn pit exposure and respiratory problems, PTSD, traumatic brain injury. Um, so there's a lot of problems that military service either um, gives you or exacerbates. Now, your background before writing this book was what? I'm a healthcare journalist and researcher. Okay. So I've been writing about healthcare in the United States since 1984 and um, visiting hospitals, mostly private sector. And, um, and then I started five years ago visiting and observing care at the Veterans Health Administration, which is one of the three departments of three agencies in the Department of Veterans Affairs. And you've also co-authored uh, quite a few books. I have about p patient safety and teamwork. And one of the things that interested me about the Veterans Health Administration is that uh, in the American healthcare system kills between 240 and 400,000 patients each year due to medical preventable medical errors, and a lot of those have to do with failures of communication and teamwork. People are afraid to speak up when they see something bad happening. Um, people blow people off, mm -hmm. and American hospitals are very uh, unwilling to devote the time and energy to in invest in the kind of teamwork training uh, that makes patients safe. And I was really impressed at the Veterans Health Administration that they really do spend a lot of time on teamwork training, and I describe that in my book, Wounds of War, in primary care and in other areas of, of health care. The VA also integrates mental health care and primary care, which is very, very difficult to do in our fragmented American health care system. So you could visit your primary care doctor and say you feel blue, and they'll take you down the hall to a mental health professional, 
and you could talk to that person right away as opposed to getting a referral to a psychologist or social worker that you may never make an appointment with or never show up at an appointment to see them, mm -hmm. which is pretty much the norm in the rest of healthcare. Now, the VHA, a lot of people don't know about the Veterans Health Administration. I know um, I heard it provides innovative, holistic, and high-quality care at lower cost. What are some other things that uh, they do? Well, they have amazing programs to reduce veteran suicide, to deal with chronic pain and wean veterans off the opioids that they were given like candy in the military to get them, you know, to be a fighting force. Um, they teach them yoga and mindfulness meditation. Um, I've sat in meditation classes with veterans, um, really whose lives depended on whether they could chill out and calm down. Um, uh, they have programs in they have a veterans court system to keep veterans out of jail. Um, they have all kinds of homeless programs. I mean, I've spent hours on the streets with VA social workers trying to find homeless veterans to get into housing. Um, and they have incredible geriatric and end-of-life care, which is something that is really a problem in the American healthcare system. I mean, the VHA practically invented geriatrics in the private healthcare system. We have 7,600 geriatricians to deal with over 30 million Americans who are aging. Wow. Um, Quite the number. And so, and VHA has is, is got a lot of geriatrics because they have an older, they serve an older patient population with very specific problems. Mm -hmm. So the VA just has like all these innovative programs, I mean, blind rehabilitation for people who aren't really totally blind but who have low vision and that impacts their ability to function, spinal cord injury programs. Um, and, you know, the kind of limits that, that are uh, in private sector health care um, just don't apply in the VHA. So I know a, a gentleman who had a very serious spinal cord injury and it was essentially uh, quadriplegic, and he was taken to a wonderful um, rehab hospital in Boston, but he only got a certain number of days covered by insurance. And he was then basically kicked out, you know, go home and... And I don't know, and he discovered he was a veteran, and he was sent to the VA, and now he's walking a mile a day with a walker and playing the trombone. That's great. That's a great story. Yeah, and there's so many stories like that um, that I uncovered. I mean, so many people, a young Iraq vet who's 30 years old who um, has 16 different problems. I can't list them all for you because it would take up the next three hours. And... He gets he goes to the VHA facility Fort Miley in San Francisco, and he gets like a one-stop shop. And he mm -hmm. said to me, if I had to go around San Francisco to you know a bunch of different docs and and mental health professionals, and you know sort of travel all over the city, he said I would be in I would be in a ditch. Right. And I've heard that over and over and over again. And that's why it's such a tragedy that right now there's all this negative media about the VA, and people really don't appreciate what government in general does for them and what the VHA does in particular. And, and let me just add that the VHA doesn't just help veterans. I mean, they have the biggest research, one of, they are the, one of the biggest research powerhouses in the country, 
And, you know, I got the shingles vaccine thanks to VHA research. Um, if you need a liver transplant, it's thanks to the VA. If you've got the nicotine patch, um, they're now researching the impact of genes on health. It's really an extraordinary uh, place. It has its problems. Of course, it's the nation's largest healthcare system. Every healthcare system has problems, but we need to fix those problems, not privatize the Veterans Health Administration. Right. Well, one of the things that really upsets me, seeing all the homeless people, you know, wherever you go, whether I'm in Oakland or I'm in New York or wherever, what's your thought on that? Well, a number of those are veterans, and we need to emulate the kind of programs that the VHA has established with the help of the, of the Department of Housing and Urban Development in a partnership and in partnerships with local groups like in San Francisco, Swords to Plowshares, the Tenderloin Housing Clinic. We need to do that in Connecticut. The Herrera Center has uh, at the VA has helped uh, almost eliminate homelessness in, in Connecticut, not just veteran homelessness. The VHA is a model for homeless services and how to reduce homelessness. And if you think private sector hospitals are going to send social workers out scouring the streets of the nation's cities to find homeless people, then, you know, think again. Right. So, Suzanne, where can people find out more about you and your book? Uh, They can go to Amazon or to their local independent bookstore or regular bookstore and find the book. They can go to my website, um, www. SuzanneGordon.com. They can go to the Veterans Healthcare Policy Institute website. I'm a senior policy fellow there and find out more about VA. Uh, There's lots of places and lots to find out, and much of it is really good and heartening and hopeful. Fantastic. Any last bit of info you'd like to leave the listeners with? Well, I really think people in America have to stop you know, bad-mouthing their government and start thinking about the amazing things that government does for us. Um, You know, I love paying my taxes because I get so much, and I have a bumper sticker on my car that says, I love my VA, save our VA. I'm not a veteran, but I really value uh, what these institutions do for us and do for, for the people who serve us. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Suzanne. Congratulations. Okay, thank you. That was Suzanne Gordon calling in to talk about her book, Wounds of War. And all the information is up on my show blog. She's an award-winning journalist. Again, Suzanne Gordon. And all the info is on getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to follow me, I am on Twitter at moms underscore rock. That's M-O-M-Z underscore rock. KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram, KUCI-FM, Tumblr, blog.kuci.org. And we are on Facebook, Facebook at KUCI-889. And if you want to find out about being a guest on my show, you can just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E. That's the hard part, by the way. J-A-N-E-A-N-E at KUCI.org. We'll take a mini break, and then we'll be back. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM. In Irvine. If you missed any part of this, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.